Howdy friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. I broadened my resume this week spending a day on the kill floor harvesting lambs. Beth and her crew had a dozen lambs spoken for and three more that are ready to go that we will either consume ourselves or, since the plant is federally inspected, can sell in smaller packages. If anyone is interested in some ranch-raised, grain-fed lamb, I can connect you with the source. Rendering companies are not taking sheep hides, so part of my job is to bring the pelts back home. My day started pretty early to have lambs in Ainsworth by 7 in the morning, and the processing went smoothly. My job was bringing in lambs and helping hang carcasses to go to the cooler, along with keeping track of weights and matching them with ear tag numbers. I also would get to hose off the floor, but only after the federal inspector had left the room. Not because I was violating any federal regulations, the inspector just figured out rather quickly that my interaction with high-pressure water systems is best in a more open setting. It took her the rest of the day to dry out, but she did not get to be a federal inspector by not knowing how to take control of the situation. And looking back, my friend Jim may have regretted having me be the only person in the room with reindeer on. We finished up at the packing plant in the middle of the afternoon, and I came home and worked until after dark getting hides sorted with the hope that we can figure out a way to process them into something useful. Maybe comforters for the next lamb crop that will be coming in just a few months. When Beth came down to check on me after dark, near the end of my 16-hour, 200-plus round-trip day, she shared some ideas for the lambing barn expansion. Considering the crash in the lamb market, the high cost of grain and hay, and an ongoing drought, I applied a bit of wisdom I picked up in the last 40 years of marriage and just listened. I had taken a break before leaving Ainsworth to have my friend Joe at Ranch Land Western Wear shape my hat in preparation for some upcoming shows. And he just happened to have a new one that was the right shape and color. Today seems like a good day for a poem dedicated to the contributions of our better halves. Western punchers tell of a quiet kind of spell when they've finished shipping cattle in the fall. For them the job is done, for others it has just begun. Some Midwest cowboy deals with the beller and the ball. And the thing that's most alarming if you're living's cattle farming in the early morning hours for the dawn is the silence and the pall just before your fences fall and the thundering hooves are running across your lawn. A feeder named a lightning that man and beast find frightening seems he never does strike in the same place twice. If his wife had got to choose, she'd given him a longer fuse, cause when flying off the handle, he isn't very nice. The night that he shot from his bed with an awful sort of dread, the stampeding cattle had made the whole house shake. With all the speed that he could muster, he had meant to grab his duster, but he donned his darling's housecoat by mistake. He would not make a case for a punch of wearing lace. His outfit truly was a sight. Rope or boots just half-calf high, frills just below the thigh. The exposed hide was a neon shade of white. 
Lightning sat tall in the saddle, though not quite dressed for battle. He was charging hard and trying to catch the herd. His wife followed in a Chevy, driving like her foot was heavy, knowing she had best not say a word. The calves had hit the highway, though not a busy byway, especially at this hour of the morn, when a trucker long on nerve come a-whippin' round the curve, and to the race he drove with a pull upon his horn. As the calves went rushing by, a sight caught the trucker's eye, and irrespecter in his headlights did reflect. Was it an angel or a demon? Well, he thought he heard it screaming, and it was anatomically correct, cause lightning was a flashing up the highway he was dashing. By now his gown was trailing like a kite. Using language best called blue, like a comet fast he flew, across dressing caballero cutting slices through the night. In the moonlight's pale glow he saw the kids begin to slow. He reined his horse into the ditch to get on by. His wife was close behind, though she thought he'd lost his mind. As a team they were truly long on try. The morning sun was rising new, as cowboy and his crew headed home, the pace now slowing down. And as fate would go, you know, they met the morning traffic flow of high school kids and folks that work in town. With his gown tucked into place and a grin across his face, lightning waved like a rodeo queen. His wife pulled up beside to help finish out the ride, in his mind he felt she was pretty keen, because he could have been disgraced had her love been misplaced, humbled on the high horse where he sat. But she had made things right, she was precious in his sight, for she had thought to bring him out his hat. Thanks for riding along on Homegrown this morning. Hoping that the Lord blesses you real good today, that he is reigning on your place, and that our happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith.